the Pattern Podcast. Make left traffic clear for the option. Minneapolis departure, Archer 641, Charlie, Charlie, 2000, climbing 3000. Line up and wait, 7 range, for my Delta. Mark Tower, 172, Romeo Hotel, hold the code on the 133, ready to take off. I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm Brad. And I'm Mark. And we are the In the Pattern Podcast. Welcome to episode 47 of the In the Pattern Podcast. This is Chris. And along with me tonight, I've got John and Mark. Unfortunately, Brad's not able to make it tonight. Kind of a uh something popped up wasn't able to make it but uh sending them good thoughts hoping everything's well um but uh john brad or i mean john and mark how are you guys doing hey pretty good pretty good not too bad fantastic well we got a little bit of uh aviation uh to talk about a little hangar flying to do tonight which is always good i think we've all got some uh flights to discuss and a few other things maybe so Anyways, what's uh what's been going on with you, John? Hey, not too much. Um, just getting ready to go on vacation. Uh, much needed little break. Um, nice. Still not a relaxing vacation. You know, I keep picking these vacations like Oshkosh and stuff that just you know aren't entirely well, that, relaxing. That's certainly not a vacation for you. No, not a vacation <laughs> for me. Fun, but not a vacation. Uh, that's right. Work is honestly um, easier than than Oshkosh, I think. Um, <laughs> But now I'm heading down to Disney World, so doing the whole theme park thing, and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be fun. It'll be exhausting, but uh, I'm human mailing myself uh, down on Wednesday. Yeah. So hopefully nice. dodge a few hurricanes, and whatnot, and yeah, that's right. Yeah, hopefully uh, you got the good weather for that. You've done uh, Disney World several times before, right? This is my ninth or tenth time. I don't know. I've been a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. That is a lot. For me, that is not the happiest place on earth, but uh, others enjoy it. So good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're we're excited about going. We're we're Disney people. So. Yeah, yeah. Mark, what's been going on with you, man? Uh, not much. Been kind of aviation busy. Uh, I, I did a little is there bit of an air fly. show or something. There was an air show, and what? That, that... <laughs> yeah. So we had the California Capital Air Show, which was uh, a massive success, and uh, we had the Raptor and the Patriot Jet Team and uh, all kinds of the big names. We had all of the Hintons. I think, I think, yeah, I think they were all here. Um, <laughs> Jason Soames was here, and he was flying some of the older Warbirds and uh, quite a few of the, like I said, quite a few of the big names. It was a, uh, it was a long warm weekend but uh we managed to uh to have a great show and a lot of a lot of spectators i think we had 30,000 they were saying on on saturday and about 45 on sunday so it was a pretty good show nice where's uh, that held it's at uh what used to be mather air force base which is now mather air park um in uh right outside of sacramento mm. And for people who don't know, um, you help uh, with that uh, air show in, in what capacity? I'm one of the co-managers of the ramp security team. So basically what that means is we keep uh, people uh, and kids out of airplanes. Uh, we have a <laughs> lot of static displays. And especially this year, we had a lot of, uh, of warbirds. It's, uh, it was a celebration of veterans through uh-huh. all veterans you know is is all living veterans that could be there so there were representative representatives from basically all of the uh the world wars uh unfortunately we didn't have any world war one era but a lot of a lot of world war two through current aircraft um so it was really important that we keep um you know keep everybody off of them you know a lot of very expensive aircraft um the nice part was that uh, a lot of the the warbirds flew and did a lot of demos so it's it's nice to see them and hear them in the air um you know it was kind of funny all of us being at oshkosh it was i i i started to get the the uh god brad and i were talking about it i forgot what what how to 
say it, but you see a Mustang fly over, you look up and you go, oh yeah, another Mustang. You know, it's yeah. you're you're so saturated with cool, cool airplanes that it just becomes, oh yeah, there's the B-17 again. Okay, yeah. great. Um, that you you lose the how cool that really is to see that that piece of hardware actually flying. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we had we had P-38s, Corsairs, of course, a lot of Mustangs, uh, Bearcats. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting many. We had a, we actually had a, a zero, which I've I've never seen a real zero before. This is the first time in all of the years of of aviation fandom. Um, it was a real zero. A nice. real zero. Yeah. Wow. They they brought it up from the uh, Planes of Fame. Oh, oh wow. Um, we actually yeah we actually had I want to say. Th- I, I don't know this for sure, but I want to say three or four of the aircraft from Plane to Fame. Um, so so Steve and his brother flew a couple up, and I think Jason Soames flew the Bearcat up from down there. I, I think that one was from there. I could be mistaken. Um, let's see. Uh, and then we got into the heavy metal, of course. We were fortunate to have not one, not two, but three Raptors. Um, only one of wow. them flew, of course, but we actually had three of them sitting on the ramp. Uh, we had a, we had three AV-8B Harriers. Nice. Uh, and that one did an amazing demo uh, for for the three days. Uh, they do a practice uh, show on Friday for uh, underprivileged kids and uh, a, a lot of outreach programs. Uh, the the California Capital Air Show is really big on on outreach. Um, getting kids, especially involved in aviation, you know, trying to get our next generation of, you know, math, science, engineering, aviation of of all aspects, uh, you know, uh, interested and involved in in any way they can. So every year we have a a free pre-show for them, and uh, the kids just just go crazy when they're when they see all the jets flying. Um, the the main event was really the Raptor, but before that we have the Patriot Jet Team, and that is the the group that, of L-39s that's sponsored by Fry's uh, Electronics. Uh, they're actually based out of uh, Byron uh, in the, the South Bay Area. Um, that's one of the episodes, a couple of episodes ago I talked about that. We, went, we were able to go visit them. That was a lot of fun. Um, those guys are amazing, and of you know I got to go to the pilot briefing on both Saturday and Sunday, and I can tell you of all of the people that were in there, I mean, you've got the full spectrum of pilots and and crew in in that room, and every single one of them would stop and talk to you, uh, and 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 not even question who you were. There was not an attitude in the room. Uh, it was it was pretty amazing. I, I actually bumped shoulders with Steve Hinton, and we we started to chat. We we talked for probably a good five six minutes just about aviation. And he was the nicest guy I'd, I think I've ever met, the most humble that I've ever met. And uh, when we went about our way and we went through the briefing, and it was it was a great weekend. Um, if you ever get a chance to go down to the Plains of Fame uh, down in Chino, and if 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 he or his brother or as they're calling him Little Stevie, which I'm sure that he's getting tired of hearing, um, <laughs> all three of them are are amazing people to talk to, and they'll, and they'll they'll sit there and they'll talk your ear off about aviation. Nice. So I highly, I highly recommend you go down there if you can. Um, the the AOPA, uh, the next AOPA event, which is the – it's this weekend. Is that the 20th? I believe it is. Um, is at Chino, um, which is where the Plains of Fame Museum is. So if you're going to go there and if, if John's awesome enough to get this out before the weekend and you hear this, um, I highly recommend spend the day down there. Uh, That's not an option. This has to be out before I leave on Wednesday. <laughs> this is true. Uh, so uh, that was one of my other things that I was uh, going to do was I was going to meet up. I was going to I was going to actually take the arrow down. I was going to actually pick up uh, Fred, um, Little Miss Sunshine, and uh, uh, I forgot his name. I'm such a horrible person, um, but it's Scrapyard Sound. Uh, okay. He's out of the, he's out of the south South Bay area also. The three of us were going to hook up and fly down to Chino for the on Saturday, but uh, I've got other things that have come up that I have to I have to take care of, uh, so I can't go. But I think they may still go down there. Uh, I've got some other friends up here that want to go down too. But uh, as far as non-flying, that's that's pretty much what I've done. As far as flying, um, two two weeks after Oshkosh, uh-huh. a week after Oshkosh. I, I did a, uh, a, a meetup 
with uh, with Fred and one of his buddies um, and a group of people from San Carlos and uh, Palo Alto out of the Bay Area. And we went to a small little airport that's that's kind of halfway in between the two of us uh, called Nuttree. It's it's cool. got a, a rich heritage of, of aviation in it's in Vacaville. It's very it's right near Travis Air Force Base, which is uh, basically the western hub for uh, the airlift command uh, for the Air Force. So we get to see a lot of cool C five seventeens, KC one thirty fives, KC tens flying around mm-hmm. in that area. Nice. Captain Ron with you. He was unable to make it. Uh, oh, he, had, he committed to go to a an uh, an open house at another airport, so he went down there. Matter of fact, he was going to go down to Chino with all of us, and he had to pull out. And then, like a week later, I had to pull out. So uh, Fred was actually funny. He posted something on Twitter. He's like, "Well, you know what? That's what I get for having adult friends <laughs> who have to take care of adult business." Oh. But, <laughs> so so anyway, the meetup that we did was there at Nutchery, and uh, there's probably. 20 of us and I want to say six or seven aircraft that all showed up and uh, right next to the airport there's there's a, a, a gate uh, and right next to it is is uh, a, a strip mall for lack of a better description but it's really not there's several restaurants and a lot of venues there shopping so we all went there uh, I think I left here six o'clock got down there about 6 30 we all met up officially at seven. Uh, went to a restaurant, had a really nice dinner. Um, for this flight, I took uh, my daughter Haley, of course, and uh, my mom tagged along too, which was which kind of cool to have her along with us. And uh, so we went down there, we had dinner, uh, kind of hung out at the airport a little bit, chatted, and then we all waited for it to be true um, uh, civil twilight, so we could all log some nighttime. Um, I, I was lucky enough that I still had uh, nighttime currency, so I nice. was. I was I was like right under the cutoff. I was like, all right, let's go do this so I can stay current. So it's all that matters. Nice. It's it's all it was. So I went. We went down. We waited for civil twilight, and everybody jumped in their planes and all flew home. And it was uh, you know about another half hour home, which was kind of cool. And my mom hadn't seen uh, any anything like that. You know, short of you know flying commercial, which oh, it's yeah. tough to see the night lights when you're in a in a mailing tube. Yeah. So I kind of went down around downtown Sacramento and. Slow down a bit and let every, let them take a uh, take the lights in and uh, Haley was taking a bunch of video and and uh, so took some pictures and I think I posted a few on on uh, Twitter the the next day but um, uh, got back up to Auburn and uh, tied the plane up and here's the lesson uh, we were talking about this before we actually started recording but the lesson learned uh, <laughs> if any of you rent aircraft. Don't be like me and be in a hurry uh, when you're looking at the forms. I, I did a, I always do a complete pre-flight, but the one step that I didn't do, I quickly looked at the tack and I quickly looked at the hobs and I looked at the forms and everything looked right, but I didn't take the time to go one two three four one two three four one two three four you know and and verify the numbers. And when I got back, uh, the trip that should have cost me 1.2 on the hobs or maybe 1.3 if I was slow. Uh, ended up costing me 1.7 uh, because I didn't verify the uh, the previous guy's stop Hobbs time. I know that this only takes 1.2 to 1.3 because I've done this trip, you know, a couple times before. So mm-hmm. um, learn from my mistake, and I ended up paying idiot tax or stupid tax or whatever you <laughs> want to call it, and uh, and uh, so it cost Ouch. me 1.7. That sucks. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lesson learned. That's one of those things in the rest of my career I'll probably never, ever do. So <laughs> I wish it was just a little cheaper mistake. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Did so, you say, that was that in the uh, Arrow? That was in the Arrow. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to get as much complex time as I can. Um, I, I actually really like flying that plane. Um, it's it's faster. Uh, I like the, the you know the complex of the uh, constant speed prop, and you know it, I can get it down to almost like eight and a half gallons at, at altitude, and it, oh. it it'll start to sip gas, and and I and I'm, and I'm doing 140 knots compared to 110 knots. So, um, oh yeah. yeah, 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 that's nice. And, and plus the fact it's it's usually almost always available so if I, I could you know tonight if i wanted to go night flight at night after we're done i could probably you know get the keys if i needed to or wanted to so it's kind of nice 
So as, as far as aviation, that's that's besides the air show and and that flight. That's that's pretty much all I've done. Cool. Uh, um, let's see. Sounds yeah. sounds like a good time. I got to get up there and see Fred sometime. And if, and when I do, I have to get a hold of you too, since you're so close. So absolutely, we, he's trying to talk me into going down to the Catalina show. It's the uh, the Shaden Catalina show. Oh, that's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's I think it's early October, but I'm not sure. Um, but he's trying to talk me into going down to that and flying. Actually, you can fly into Catalina before the show, which is kind of nice. Uh, but uh, we'll see how that goes. I, I, I have a lot. The, this month and next month are, are really, really busy for me. So um, we'll see how that goes. You well, crazy if, West Coasters. <laughs> if the Mooney gets all put back together in time and Franz has it available and I got the time available, maybe we can do that too. That would be cool. So uh, – as far as I, as far as me, that's, that's pretty much all I have going on. I've got several air patrol stuff going on, but that's you know that's some aviation related. But uh, we can we can always talk about that later. So Chris, how about you? Cool, what cool. do you got going on? Mooney in pieces. That's what I heard, Chris. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a Mooney that I desperately want to fly. Unfortunately, it's still in several pieces. The uh, annual is now you know several uh, over two months into it. And it's is the annual going to be an annual? Like for yeah, the whole year? maybe. <laughs> Maybe maybe they didn't understand that the annual doesn't really mean it takes a year to do, but there uh, unfortunately there's some you know delays. But it's not just repairs that need to get made. Um, you know, Franz is is spending a considerable amount of money on on upgrading it to make it a nice plane, and he's got you know the the yokes leather wrapped now. He's got the seats out, and they're getting new uh, leather put on them. He's got new carpeting to be put in, uh, to be installed. He's got the the glare shield, the dash, uh, going to be pulled out and going to have it uh, leather wrapped as well. And um, uh, four place intercom systems going to be put in. He's got new LED lights all the way around. Just a ton of stuff that has nothing to do with the safety of the airplane, but just to make it a nicer plane overall to fly. So it'll be great once so it's just, just put back together. So it's just a good time to add all these update upgrades. Well, since you already have all the pieces out, you know why not, right? Sure. So. Anyways, uh, that that's coming along. Um, uh, maybe not as as quickly as we'd both like, but uh, nevertheless, prog- progress is being is being made. So, anyways, uh, as far as uh, as far as flying goes, I finally got a flight in. Man, it's it had been a while too. I last time I flew was July twenty sixth. Uh, prior to uh, yesterday, Sunday. Got a chance to uh, take a flight, uh, Franz and I. In fact, we rented the uh, the old 172 and just took a quick breakfast flight up to uh, Payson. And it's nice, uh, you know. We've had so much stinking rain out here. Matter of fact, record year. I mean, we blew away the records as far as the amount of rain we've had, and we've got more coming with this uh, other um, hurricane that's off the coast that's heading this way now. Um, but uh, the the mountains are so lush and green where they're normally just brown, you know. It's beautiful. It's incredible. We never have sights like this to see this time of year. So it was uh, it was fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we. Uh, I flew. I flew up. He flew back. Um, on the flight in to uh, to Payson, um, traffic was was you know heavy for a small little airport, non controlled. So. There was about I there was four of us converging on the airplane at roughly the same time, <laughs> so that's always interesting. And uh, three of us was coming from different directions. <laughs> so as we we're all trying to hit the downwind side, uh, you know, we're trying to figure out who's where and so forth. Um, there was a there was a little uh, a red. Uh, Super Cub that was just in front of me as I was uh, overflying the airfield to get on uh, left downwind. He was uh, turning base, um, so I got in behind him. As I did that, another guy called out who was getting ready to turn um, uh, on downwind. Uh, he saw me, and I hadn't seen him yet, so he said he was going to do a, uh, a little 360 to give me space. Then I saw him and noticed he was you know, qu- quite a ways out, so I told him he can go ahead and start making his left turn and and uh, come on down on, on downwind because I was already there. So then he came in and then someone after me. Um, and uh, what was funny is that that guy who was doing the uh, the 360 for me happened to be a friend of mine from Phoenix here. It's actually, it's, uh, it's Mark, um, also known as uh, 
um, what's he go by? He goes by uh, Johnny underscore FVE, kind of like Johnny Five, Johnny underscore FVE. Mark, he's a, he flies um, out of uh, Goodyear, and I fly out of Glendale. Now, if I took off at Glendale and closed my eyes for five minutes, I'd be over top of Goodyear, <laughs> right? Literally, it's the line. The runways are lined up, and they're just separated by a few miles, right? By like ten miles, maybe. So uh, yeah, so it was so funny. He was uh, he was he. Uh, we were getting out of the airplane, and then sure enough, he walks over to us. So we sat down, and had uh, had breakfast with him. So that was cool. Nice. A little a little impromptu meetup that we didn't know was going to happen. <laughs> Those are the best. Yeah, yeah, and uh, food was good. I. Had some biscuits and gravy. You should. I should have took a picture of this plate of biscuits and gravy. It was ridiculous. Um, there was enough, uh, you know, biscuits and gravy there to feed a third world country. It was ridiculous. I had to send so much of it back. I felt bad. <laughs> you kept you know it down fun. for the flight back, huh? I said you kept it down for the flight back. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd make a mess, huh? Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, even though it's summertime, and typically that means a lot of uh, turbulence. Um, we got out fairly early and sit and Payson, it was like no more than about 70 degrees. Um, so the weather was cool and the air was calm. And, and even once we got back into Phoenix and we were dropping down, um, to four or 5,000 feet where it started warming back up, it really wasn't bumpy. So yeah, got to keep my breakfast this time. That was very nice. I, I hate renting breakfast. <laughs> you know it's funny you talk about the biscuits and gravy i always say that 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 pizza is my kryptonite <laughs> but bis- biscuits and gravy are i like right right behind it <laughs> i love a good biscuits and gravy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so anyways that's my my only flight 1.7 hours total between the up and back so i only got half of that credit but uh it was a good time i did check the log book before leaving so it's one of the things you got to do, Mark. We learned now, so uh, you know, I'll, I'll not, I'll not forget because I know I have missed that in the past myself. Yeah, and, and just got lucky that it was correct. I know I didn't. I don't. I don't always pick pick up uh, pick up the uh, the the log and take a look and compare, but uh, I should. And now, because of your lesson, uh, I will uh, take note of that every time for sure. Please do. So, anyways, John, what's up with you? You've had uh, you've had a flight since Oshkosh. Yes, I have. I um, went up uh, a week or two ago, and um, took a took a friend of ours up for uh, her first flight, and uh, it started out rather eventful for me. Um, we uh, showed up at the airport, and you know everything's good. Weather's looking okay. Uh, um, it was kind of high pressure moving in. There was a front that had gone to the south, which was nice. And so we show up at the airport, do the pre-flight. Everything's looking good. Get in the plane, start it up, taxi out, and then uh, you know do our run up, all that good stuff. And I was kind of making fun. I said, "Yeah, I said we do a lot of um, checklists." Because she kept being worried about when do I need to close my door or the window or whatever. And I was just like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. It's hot. Like let's cool it off for a little while." And we'll close it before we go off. We still got a bunch of checklists left to do. And so, you know, we get on to the run up, whatever. Um, go to take off. And so I get the uh, I get the active taxi out onto the runway. You know, full throttle, feet on the floor, looking for it, waiting for airspeed alive. Waiting for airspeed alive. <laughs> waiting for airspeed alive. All right, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I'm going to abort this. So. You know, I pull the um, I pull the throttle, and so she's like, "Huh, what?" And I'm just like taking a second, like looking around, you know, and, um, call up the controller to, real quick, and I, I'm like, "Do I get? I get to guess? Do I get um, to guess?" In a second, in a second. Okay. So I call up the controller, tell him I boarded, pulled off, um, and he's like, "Yeah, go ahead, taxi back. Um, you can try it again." And I was like, "All right, cool." So, uh, what do you think? So, I, actually, no. Before I get there, I do it again. <laughs> Both of us have our hands up. Yeah, yeah. I called I, first. And I guarantee you're wrong. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Okay. What do you think it was? Pedo tube cover. Yeah. Yep. Of course that's what you think it is. Yeah. Because so that happened thing to I me. At, that so happened to me on like my fourth my exactly. fourth flight ever. So the first thing I look at is I look out and I was like, there's no way I forgot that. And I look out and sure enough, nothing on there. Huh. There's a bug stuck in it. So no. 
I get down there and I, I taxi over to the, um, um, where we do the run-ups, shut down the engine real quick, get out. I look just to see, is there anything I can see inside of it? Like anything obvious blocking the pitot tube, whatever. I said, all right, let's try this one more time. If it doesn't work, we got a taxi back. So we get out there one more time, wait for it, wait for it. Nothing. Just stuck at zero. Hmm. And I was like, well, that sucks. And I actually checked the static port too when I got out and looked. I looked at that and I looked at the pitot tube quickly just to see if anything obvious was blocking them. And I didn't see anything in the um, in the preflight either. Um, so I was like, well, this sucks. So we're taxiing back. I'm like, well, this is why we do checklists. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is this is why we have things and it didn't happen. And you know, we're safe on the ground. And 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 that's when I started thinking, like, because um, when we're we're going down the runway, and so. Um, when we were going down the runway, I'm looking at it. I'm like waiting for it to come alive. I'm like, man, it can't be. I was like, we got to be going a decent speed at this point. And I was like, let me see. How fast am I going? And then I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that's when I realized, had I taken off, how scary that would have been trying to land that without an airspeed indicator. Like, I would have been, I would have had to have pulled the iPad out and tried to go off that. And that would have been, you know. Yeah, I was going to say GPS on board. Yeah, but, but you never know how, how accurate. You know, it's just. Mm-hmm. It just would have been scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so here, let me interject with this with my training. This is one of the reasons that my instructors, uh, for, for several, we did several landings this way. He covered everything. He's like, now learn how to f- learn the sound and the feel of this airplane. <laughs> so if you lose everything, you know what it sounds like when you're at airspeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so just, you know, my interjection there. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And, um, you know, I, I probably would have been fine, but I, I don't want to chance it, you know better to not have to do that Mm -hmm. so i I taxi back and so i knew that um but when i had scheduled a while ago um the other plane wasn't or nobody had the plane that i had i think for the rest of the day and the other plane wasn't was available last i saw so i was like well let's go back let's see if there's anything obvious and see maybe if we can get the other plane or something like that so you know we taxi back i go back and um you know drive all the way back to the um, flight school and I'm like hey I got no airspeed and she's like alright well there's an instructor in there go ahead and talk to him and then I was like well just in case because we were going to go back out and he was going to try something um, he had a thing he was going to try to you know basically blow through it or whatever um, or suck out whatever you know might be in there and I said well just in case anybody had a plane and she's like nah somebody's got it at one thirty, and it was like 1230 at this point I was like well that sucks oh. so it's you know either we get this plane working or we're not going up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get back out to the airplane, you know, he tries it and, um, uh, you know, he starts blowing on it and, um, he's like, Hey, do you, you know, is the airspeed doing something now? And I said, yeah, actually, you know, what's up at, um, you know, you're pegging it at this point. And he's like, good. So, you know, we made sure it was clear. Just something had gotten stuck in there. And the reason why something has gotten stuck in there is because nobody puts the pitot tube cover on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's in a hanger, but nobody puts it on. Uh-huh. That's well, why, because you know. it's in a hanger, right? Yeah, but a hanger's not going to deter a gnat or something from getting in there. So, go figure, you know, that's what happened. And uh, so after that, it was like, okay, cool. So he's like, you know, do you need any more extra time? And I was like, yeah, you know, if you can add on a little bit and then... He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. We'll figure out the um, point four I had on the Hobbs from taxiing and trying to take off twice. And so they kind of wrote that off as maintenance. And uh, it, uh, you know, worked out well. We ended up going out. And then this time it was, you know, instantly I had airspeed. And I was like, yes. <laughs> nice. nice. Um, so that made me happy. But that was interesting. It was the first time I'd ever had to actually abort a takeoff. Mm. And... Uh, um. I, I feel proud that, you know, it was just, you know, it was like, hey, that didn't happen. And, you know, that's the first thing I look for is airspeed alive. And then I check the engine gauges and everything. And airspeed never came alive. And I was like, well, that's it. Mm-hmm. it sucks, but, you know. So I thought you were going to say that you had to abort because of the door. And I, I know that from firsthand experience on probably half a dozen flights <laughs> that the door's not always closed all the way. But, but yeah, this is the a, a block pedo tube is. Uh, yeah. See, the door wouldn't have bothered me. I would have been like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Door's open, I <laughs> right. guess. Happens right. all the time in these places. Because <laughs> um, it's happened to me before, and I was just like, you know, my first thought was, how far can I open it? And then I couldn't, so I was like, yeah, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was Bach Pedo Tube. So after that, we went up and um, went over the eastern shore. I flew above a nice deck, a uh, nice low, uh, very thin cloud deck. We flew over that, and it was nice and smooth. And then found a big, giant hole and um, dropped down, went to do um, a landing at Ridgely, which is a little uncontrolled field. Um, turns out they had a guy doing an ultralight doing a tow for a um look like a hang glider hmm so they had the ultralight tow and the hang glider up okay um i've seen that on youtube before but yeah well it's they, gotta you look know, crazy were, in person well, it, well what was crazy about it is here here i am trying to come in you know to just do a quick landing and like i'm like well this there's these ultralights here and they don't have radio so they're not talking yeah so I'm trying to make sure that I'm out of their way. And, I, you know, I was about to say, eh, well, I'll go away. But then I saw the tow plane had already gone down because he actually, when he released, he did a loop and then came down. Oh, nice. Because I looked back, I'd gone, I'd flown over the field higher than them and then went out a little ways. And I was going to come back around and then see where they were at and see if I could, you know, work my way in without being obnoxious. And uh, I just see him do this loop and then dive. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, he's he's doing a loop there. That's that's one way to get back down. <gasps> yeah, yeah. And then I didn't realize at, the, at that point that the other guy was a glider until um, you know, he kept coming down. And I was like, yeah, he's he came in. He came in while I was on downwind. And I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and land. And I did. And when I was taxiing back, I saw that it was a, um, a guy giving rides on a hand glider, which was kind of cool. Hmm. Um, so I just did a, a full – I had to do full stops. I couldn't do touch and goes because they just replaced two cylinders in the airplane. Um, so they're running mineral oil and I had to be careful. So, um, I had to do full stops. I actually only did two landings this flight. Um, but yeah, I took back off, went back home. Um, did a nice straight in there. Wasn't too bad. So it, uh, it was nice. It was a little choppy on the way back underneath the cloud deck once we'd gotten down below and, um, my friend had gotten, started getting a little queasy. So I was like, all right, we'll just head back and. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it was a little hot. It was, um, uh, you know, it was like 80. It wasn't too bad, but it was just <laughs> enough that with the bouncing around and a little bit of the heat because we were low, it was just, yeah. Um, you know, I understand. So we just head back. I did my, my landing and that was it. So, uh, decent flight. Learned a little bit there with the aborted takeoffs. And, uh, I'm now a uh, 0.7 away from 90 hours. So. All right. Getting nice. close. Very nice. So that's that was good. Cool. I think that's the only uh, aviation I've committed, aside from uh, trying to get back into doing some uh, Oshkosh cleanup on video stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, working on tour, it's coming along. It's getting close. Oh yeah. Um, Have you got a chance yeah. to to work on uh, on Mark and Brad's flight at all, or no? No, I haven't had a chance. No. I, I you know I've got a couple things I have to finish um, for sponsorship and other reasons for uh, other people's airplanes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to be doing I'm going to be hard at work on finishing tour and getting that out and then a couple other things um, before I can get a chance to hit that up um, so once I come back from Disney in a week I'll be uh, hard at work now that I'm I think finally getting settled in the house I think we're done buying stuff which is nice <laughs> <laughs> it's a never ending thing yeah that's what you think <laughs> yeah but the buying like four things a week Oh, like yeah. a thing a month now. There yeah. you go. Yeah. The expensive stuff's done at least. The furnishings, yeah, we got the most appliances. Of the and I, I finally did a good lawn cut with an actual trim and like cut away a lot of the stuff that was overgrown and you know, all that kind of stuff. So um so it's settling it down a little bit so I can um do some do some video editing and then uh hopefully um I'm I'm still trying to do the Cherokee checkout. Uh we ended up um you know, we had to cancel because there was the trim tab had been broken on the on the plane when I had it scheduled before. So I couldn't do that. And then I was like, well, I'll go ahead and keep currency. So that's why I went up this time. And then I think um, I might try for the Cherokee again this month. Um, or I'm just going to go ahead and get my grandmother out of the way. I told her by the end of the year I had to get her up. So <laughs> uh, I keep trying, but she's always busy whenever I have the plane. So I'm going to keep trying. And uh, um, if I can get her up, then I'm good and I can work on getting that Cherokee checkout. Cool. So I want to uh, fly me some low wings. Yeah, I'll be interested to uh, hear how you like that. I miss it. I don't, I'm I don't, forward to it. I don't miss crawling over the seat and that sort of thing, but uh, I don't know. I like the feel of it better. 
Yeah, it's the only thing that worries me, but I, I do like the um the one time I've been in a low wing, it, it was nice. It was it was different and I, I kinda liked it. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Mm. I'd really like it for doing IFR, I think. Mm. Um just something about being just something about going IFR, going over the top and being in a low wing where it's just nice and bright and you can still see the clouds, but it's just I don't know, that just seems like perfect to me. Cool. We're just, High wing's good under the clouds, but it's always bumpy and, you know, I just want to get my IFR. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, so speaking of that, um, when, when Franz and I got back to the hangar, um, where we rent the uh, Cessna from, it's where his, it's where his, uh, Mooney's at. And, uh, we were talking with, um, um, the guy who's, who was working on his Mooney. It's, it's also the guy who got him, who checked him out in it and stuff like that. But, uh. I was asking him, I was like, well, once you get this thing fixed and you can start uh, flying with me so I can get checked out in it, after we get a couple of, like, normal flights and, and I get the feel and the flow of the plane, can we start just working on uh, my instrument rating at the same time and try and kill two birds with one stone? Because I have to have 25, hour, 25 hours in that plane to satisfy the insurance uh, requirements so I can fly it solo, so might as well do instrument training in it while we're burning holes in the sky, you know? So he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So that'll be good. That sounds awesome. That is awesome. And and then I was, then I was like, and by the way, Franz, I signed up for Pilots and Paws, so you know you wouldn't mind me using your new pl- your, your plane with your new leather interior to run down to California and pick up a dog and have him crap all over the back of your plane, <laughs> would you, while I take him back to Phoenix or whatever? He's like, yeah, probably not going to happen. <laughs> uh, so anyways, I'll keep working on him on that one. <laughs> You uh, have have you started any of the ground school stuff for the IFR? No, unfortunately not. Yes. Yeah. Very oh, good. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I uh, I I did the free section of the Sporties IFR. Oh, cool. Okay. And uh, it was enough. It was like, okay, I, I see what's going on here. This is really cool. So I'm I'm gonna pick that up at some point when I get closer to being able to do the IFR. Um. Not. Not ready yet, but um, I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Well, hey, I I had a couple of other topics I wanted to bring up. I don't know if you guys have been following some of the news, but one of the things that uh, came up that I, I even um, well, it might even, that news might have been out um, uh, not too long ago. I guess when was it? Uh, well, it was August, anyways, about a month ago. The, you heard about the FAA kind of put the XNA on the GA ride-sharing companies. There's some, yeah. like, social media places that were like, you know, hey, let me get you together with another fellow aviator and have you guys, you know, share the cost. And I'm like, I was really kind of bummed about that. Do you uh, have a link we can throw on the show notes? For yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and one of them has the actual uh, official documents. I'll send... Yeah, over both of them here real quick so you have it there's one and the, and here's the uh the the short av web um blurb about it but you know I, i'm like i almost couldn't figure out like what the big deal is because just like you know just like our flight uh franz and i took um is you know as long as you're only paying or you're paying no less than your pro rata share 50% if it's two people or 33% if it's three, whatever the case may be. I'm like, where, where, who's getting hurt here? I couldn't really sort out what they were trying to fix, I guess, or keep from happening. But uh, I don't know, maybe some of our listeners who uh, know the law on this thing a little better than others or have something else to say about that can, uh, you know, let us know. But I, I was a little kind of bummed. I, just because, you know, we're aviation is one of those things that's already expensive and and uh, it's a it's a small community and it's awesome when we find another person that uh you know maybe lives close by that you didn't know was also a pilot that you know hey we can kind of you know split the cost of some flights now and again and i'm going to continue to do it with with franz and whoever else i can find out here but you know the social media aspect of it surely does make it easier you know to find some new people so so I haven't followed this too much, um, busy with the house and everything, but 
My my question here is, so you know for uh, what, um, Sun and Fun, for Oshkosh, they have those boards for ride sharing. How is this any different than that? Okay, yeah, right? Exactly. Isn't that exactly what this is? Well, is, is, the, how is, the, is the website making money off the ride? No. I don't think so. I mean... Not off the ride. Maybe they had advertisements or some sort of stuff like that, but off the ride, no. As far as I remember, it was only basically putting pilots together. He's like, we're going to, it was an online bulletin board saying, hey, Chris is going to be in the area. He needs a ride to here. Are you available? Are you going that way too? I, I think that's kind of how it was. Or yeah. we have a trip planned from, you know, for, for me, from Sacramento to Long Beach. And, you know, and I've got two seats open. Exactly. There you That's go. really all that was. And the FAA put, put their, their two cents in and said, no, you can't do that. So we'll throw the, you know, the, the, the articles that I found here on the show notes. And, you know, if anybody wants to hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or whatever and let us know what you think about that, we'd, we'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, I'll have to look into this a little further. But, yeah, my at first impression, I'm... I'm curious as to how this is different than those ride sharing boards for the um for the air shows and stuff so yeah or 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 different than sharing a text with somebody hey i'm going here do you want to go or you know yeah i don't know i'll have to look at this some more so yeah i'll be interested to see what listeners say yeah yeah um did you guys see that that uh the one week wonder uh made its first flight yeah that's cool i saw that it was like what was it a couple days after they taxied it yeah not too long after it was uh august 5th uh was when they did it so a little over uh, a little over a month and a few weeks ago um so that was really cool and um and you know mark the wing's still on where we put those rivets on so that's always a good thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i saw too they picked the uh blue paint scheme oh a blue paint scheme the, uh, of the three they had, they had the two red ones and the one that was primarily blue. They picked the blue one, or the the um, you you could vote on it at the show, I think. And the blue one's the one that won. Did you uh, did you see who uh, who did the inaugural the inaugural um, test flight of it? I did not. Jeff Skiles. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! Co-pilot of the uh, Hudson flight, so that's pretty cool. That Glad the cool. engine stayed on for him that time. There you go. Yeah, yeah. No water landings for the uh, the old Zenith CH750. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, it sounds like you know it was a huge hit and something that they want to kind of continue, but uh, no intentions of doing one every year. It's kind of a big undertaking, uh, but uh, they plan on using this plane as kind of uh, what, what do you call it, like. A, a promotion type thing. They'll be flying it around to different events and showing it off and stuff like that. And, you know, next year there's not going to be another one to do, they say, but, uh, you know, look for another one in the next few years anyway. So it'll be cool. Yeah. See what the next one that they pick out. Maybe a Sonics. That'd be perfect, right? I mean. Oh, yeah. They're made right there at Oshkosh. So that's the home base for them, right? Yes, it is. So that would make make great sense for them to to do one of those right there. That'd be a good idea. And I love me a Sonics. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Let's put together one day. I'll have a garage. <laughs> Let's put together one of the uh, one of the jets, the Sonics jet. That'd be cool. <laughs> the Subsonics. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Uh, I might be able to afford a regular Sonics kit. I definitely cannot afford the Subsonics, and I definitely cannot afford the training required to fly the Subsonics. <laughs> uh, I like that uh, the new Sonics with the turbo on it. Um, huh. Yeah, they did the Aero V and they added a turbo to it. For yeah, me. so that's um, that's neat. I like that. I, I would. I, I love the Aero V because when you do the kit, you get to put the engine together completely from parts. Wow. And that to me, that you know how to overhaul plane. that thing. That'd be another plane I wouldn't want to fly then if it if it were, if it depended on me actually putting the engine together. The plane's one thing, but the engine, no, they're pretty. No, uh, see, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I think they're they're fairly uh, simple, probably to get together in comparison to a modern, you know, fuel yeah, injected no. uh, um, 
you know, computer-controlled engine like uh, it's in our normal cars. Yeah, it really is. It's a simple carbureted engine. And, and like I said, what's cool is you can do the maintenance on it. So mm-hmm. you want to do an overhaul, you can do it. I saw an awesome video of the, the Turbo Aero V um, Sonics, and uh, that dude was kicking ass in the sky with this thing. I'm it, going to assume it's not sport-rated anymore. Well, at the speeds that he was doing, he was doing well above 120 in that thing. He was, I think he was hitting somewhere in the 150s. So, anywho. Yeah, we'll look at that. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, I got some other things, uh, or, uh, or we can, um, get, uh, closing on this. Up to you, John. I know you you probably have to wrap it up soon so we can get this out to everybody before I leave. Yeah. Well, I got, I got one other thing I want to mention real quick. Are you guys familiar with the app, uh, iFlight Planner? I've heard of it, so I play with it for a little bit. Yeah. It's just another one of those you know, aviation iPad apps, uh, for doing your, uh, your in-flight, uh, flight planning and, and flying and stuff like that. They have a, a, a pretty cool deal out. I just read about, they have a, um, a trade up program and it's kind of neat. What they were doing is that, um, they were encouraging pilots that use any other sort of product to trade in their existing subscription and have, the time remaining on it added to their iFlight Planner Premium or Premium Plus prescription, whatever, or subscription, um, whatever they choose. So if you would trade over to the iFlight Planner, they'll give you whatever time's remaining on, you know, whatever you're currently using, added on to your new member or your new, uh, you know, membership with them. It's kind of a neat uh, marketing idea, I thought. I'll show yeah, that's neat. Throw a little link for you so you can see what it kind of looks like and some of the information about that so if anyone's interested yeah i'll drop that in the show notes of course they always got the 30-day free trial like everybody else um you know seems like more and more of them everybody's getting about the same set of ideas down so whatever you like to look at on your screen and works for you go for it yeah definitely Anywho, I uh, I guess that's it. We should uh, wrap it up and uh, call it a day. I think I'm good with that. And I'm, and I'm out of my little something-something here. <laughs> I've been out for a while. I actually got a little left, but... Uh... That's actually the name of my beer. Little something-something. Hey. <laughs> it's decent beer, too. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, all right uh, yeah we'll go ahead and get this one out it's uh nice to kind of i guess be back into a uh routine uh routine again hopefully yeah, yeah. so uh keep it coming after that month of craziness so um uh, anybody got any shout outs then before we wrap up uh for me i guess uh, just a quick shout out to uh mark uh you know who i got to see at uh at payson uh, it was awesome to uh meet up with you again mark and i ap- actually happened to uh share our uh our flight on allegiant out to oshkosh this year um so um we didn't get to sit, sit next to each other or anything like that but uh we happened to be on the same plane out to oshkosh and then once we got there i didn't see him at all it's kind of one of those places <laughs> where it's easy to lose contact with people unless you're on the phone with them or whatever to get uh, met back up. But uh, shout out to uh, Mark, a.k.a. Johnny underscore F-V-E. Good seeing you, bro. Cool. Mark, you got anything? Um, I guess I could say to Fred, uh, Little Miss Sunshine, it was cool to hook up with him. Uh, He actually came uh, and visited me at the air show. I met his girlfriend, um, very nice young lady, and uh, we're talking about uh, meeting up again here pretty soon. So as soon as both of our schedules uh, allow for it, uh, and uh, we're talking about uh, maybe starting a little bit of the fast training too, do a little uh, the formation stuff. So that, that's kind of in the works, and if that happens, I'm going to be taking a ton of video and a lot of uh, audio. Fantastic. So. Cool. Yeah, we'll have stuff to share, but uh, what, that's just kind of in the works, and again, that's schedule and money and time and you know it's the aviation story but the um, usual that's in the plans so uh so i will say fred for sure yeah cool cool 
Well, uh, let's go ahead then. Let everyone know where they can find us on the internet. Uh, I know it's been a while, but you know we're back, so refresh their minds. Let's start with you, Mark. Well, I actually changed my uh, my Twitter what? account. And what? Yeah, what? This happened? No longer student pilot Mark. I had to change it. It was just kind of – it was <laughs> been bugging me for a while, so I changed it. Uh, I couldn't get uh, pilot Mark because some dead account is sitting on it. Uh, <laughs> so I changed it to Mark underscore Aviator when that's uh, Mark underscore Alpha uh, Victor 8 Romeo. Uh, and that one should stick for a while. I don't know if I don't, everybody says, Hey, that one's kind of cool. You should keep that one. So we'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm kind of fickle when it comes to that, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> otherwise you can find me on Twitter as uh, Mark underscore aviator. Uh, you can find me at uh, market in the pattern podcast.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me all over the place. So <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me, I'm out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and we uh, we went ahead and updated your um, Twitter on the website. So at the bottom of our website, uh, you can find our Twitter handles for everybody, uh, including your new one, which is awesome. good. Very so, good. Chris, how about you? Sure, you can uh, shoot me an email at chris at inthepatternpodcast dot com, or you can find me on the Twitter machine at cholabaz. That's c h o l u b a z. Same thing for my YouTube videos. If you want to check those out, same name there. And you can always catch us on the uh, Facebooks or whatever. Awesome, awesome. And for me, you can reach me at john at inthepatternpodcast.com. I'm on Twitter and app.net and pretty much anything else at Pilot Conway, uh, except Facebook, which is John L. Conway IV. Uh, if you want to catch any of those videos I always talk about that I'm editing, that'll be at otherpeoplesairplanes.com. Uh, for the entire podcast, you can reach us all at facebook.com slash inthepatternpodcast. Um, you can see us on Twitter at in the pattern. Uh, we're all at podcast at in the pattern podcast.com as an email, uh, show notes for the episode and other episodes can be found on our website in the pattern podcast.com. Uh, please send us any suggestions, comments, critiques. Uh, we'd love to get any feedback and anything from our listeners. Um, and if you get a chance, if you can just give us a review on iTunes, it'll help us out and help others find the show if you really like it. Uh, so with that, let's go ahead and wrap up episode 47 of the In the Pattern podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening. And remember, make left traffic. You're cleared for the option. and other great shows at the Aviation Media Network. The Voices in Your Head.com.